All right, here's a pause and practice problem. Evaluate the limits if they exist. Same function. A, the limit as x approaches 0 of f of x. B, the limit as x approaches negative 5 of f of x. And remember, with a piecewise defined function, it's especially important to make sure that uh, you pay attention to both sides. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to have to. So take a minute and see what you get, and then we'll come back and do it together. Okay, coming back, as x approaches 0, where are we on the graph? Well, let's see. 0, if we want to talk about from the left and the right, we can do that. Limit as x approaches 0 from the left of f of x. What values are those? 0 minus a little bit. That's like negative 1, negative 1 half, negative 0.25, negative 0.1, negative 0.01. So something a little less than 0 is... Well, let's see. Is it less than negative 4? No, it's greater than, isn't it? And then what if, and so when we evaluate that, we want to use this part of the graph. Now, we don't plug in negative 4, though. This time, we're approaching 0. So what would x squared plus 3 be when x is 0? And the answer is 0 squared plus 3 is 3. And similarly, what would be the right-hand limit? As you approach 0 from the right, those are values like 1, 0.5, 0 0.25, 0 0.1, 0 0.001, 0 0.001. That's still greater than negative 4, isn't it? So I'm still using this function. So it's kind of a no-brainer on this one, isn't it? You say 0 squared plus 3 again, and you get 3. So the left and right-hand limits are the same. So our overall limit is just 3. So notice the left and right-hand limits, even though I can find them, it's a little weird. It's not like the other left and right-hand limits were. Can you see why it's different? Can you see that we're approaching 0 in this case? And 0 is not at our special break in the domain. And because of that, all we have to do is say, oh, well, x approaches 0 is in this part of the domain when x is greater than negative 4. So I'm just looking at the parabola x squared plus 3. And so as x approaches 0, x squared plus 3 is approaching 3. So it can be very quick to evaluate these limits if you're not at what we call the endpoints of the domain of this piecewise defined function. All right, so now, if you haven't already done the limit as x approaches negative 5 of f of x, try it now, remembering how we did this one. and. Look at where x equals negative 5 falls into the domain. And then see if you can figure out what that limit is. And ask yourself how much you need of the left and right hand limits. But it doesn't hurt to check, too. Okay, coming back, if I want to make sure that my left and right hand limits are the same, I'm going to take the limit as x approaches negative 5 from the left. So negative 5 minus a little bit, negative 6, negative 5.5, and so on. That's less than negative 4, so that's this part of the graph. So I say negative 1 half times, I'm evaluating the limit as x approaches negative 5. So that's the y value that I want to know I'm getting close to. So I have negative 1 half times negative 5 plus 1. Unfortunately, I have fractions. I have 5 halves plus 1, but that's not so bad, right? 2 halves plus 5 halves is 7 halves. So my limit is 7 halves as I approach negative 5 from the left. If, if I approach negative 5 from the right, 
I'm still in this part of the domain, aren't I? Negative 5 from the right is negative 4.5. Notice I get into trouble if I, well, it's still equals, so I'd be okay. But I want to think just a little more than negative 5. So negative 4.9, negative 4.99, and so on. So I am still on this part of the domain, this part of the function, negative 1 half x plus 1. So it's the same thing that I already did. Negative 1 half times negative 5 plus 1 is still hasn't changed in the last two minutes. It's seven halves still. So my left and right hand limits are both seven halves. So overall, my limit is seven halves. If you don't like always having to find the left and right hand limits, the more you develop an understanding of which functions give you what kind of trouble, the more you'll be aware of when you need to consider the left and right hand limits and when you don't. And for this kind of problem, for the piecewise defined, you might have remembered me saying that if your limit that you're trying, if you're taking x to a number, if you're taking x to a number that is on the endpoints of the domain, the place where the domain is broken up, then you really need to consider from each side, like we did originally. From the right-hand side, we had 19, and from the left-hand side, we had 3. And so they were different, so our overall limit did not exist at as x approached negative 4. But negative 4 is the only place where the break is in the domain. So then I look at these functions. These functions, their limits can always be evaluated by direct substitution, because they're just nice polynomials. Here's a parabola, x squared plus 3, and here's a line, negative 1 half x plus 1. So if I'm within either of these domains, the limit is, again, just found by direct substitution. Negative 4 squared plus 3, oh, sorry, I did 0. So 0 squared plus 3 is 3. And negative 5 is this part, so negative 5 times negative a half is positive 5 halves, plus 1 is 7 halves. So those are our two limits, and notice they're not always as complicated as we might expect. Now I also want to point out that we did this, all those problems, we did four limits, two left, hand, uh, left and right for x approaching negative 4, and then the limit as x approach 0, and as x approach negative 5. We did all those limits without a graph. So you can do these problems without having to sketch a graph. So if you're on a test or on the final exam, you don't want to have to take a lot of time, right? So it's all about figuring out where in the domain you are and then deciding which function to use. And remember, left and right-hand limits at the important breakpoints. But just so you can see what was going on, I can also go backwards. I can use the limits to help me draw the graph. So x squared plus 3 is a parabola that opens up, right, and is shifted up three units. Here's its vertex. And I'm only going to use x squared plus 3 when x is greater than negative 4. So I'm going to have the parabola on the positive side for x. And then I'm going to have the parabola until I get to negative 4. And it's not defined on the parabola at x equals negative 4, so I put a hole in the graph. What is this y value right here? What's the y value that the parabola is approaching as x approaches negative 4 from the right? As we approach negative 4 from the right, the y values are approaching negative 4 squared plus 3, 16 plus 3 is 19. So there we can see where this point ends up by using the right-hand limit as x approaches negative 4 from the right. 
the other side is a line. It has a it would have a y-intercept of positive one if we were on that part of the graph. I could draw it with the dot if you'd like, and it's got a slope of negative a half, so it's going to be relatively flat and downward, right? But let's make it easier on ourselves. Let's use the limit as x approaches negative 4 from the left to see where we need to end up. So if x is less than negative 4, we plugged that in and we got negative a half times negative 4 was a positive 2, plus 1 is 3. So right there, 3 actually. And it said if x equals negative 4, the function is defined to be negative 1 half x plus 1. So I can fill in the dot at 3. And then I've got a slope of negative 1 half, something like that. So I just use the left and right hand limits. Where are the other points? Negative 5. When I approach negative 5, I plugged it into the negative 1 half x plus 1, as we can see on this part of the graph. And the output was 7 halves. I'll buy that. This is the point negative 5 comma positive 7 halves. This is the point negative 4 comma 3. This would be the point negative 4 comma 19. Here's the point 0, 3. Oh, 0, 3. That was our other one, wasn't it? So we have the point 0 comma 3 corresponding to this limit in A. So even though I didn't need the graph, you can see how the graph helps to illustrate all these limits, and you can also see how using the limits helps you to draw the graph.